Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. And I am here with a new guest today. Her name is Heather Wright. Good morning, or hello, I should say. Heather, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Helen? Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm so glad we met. Uh, Actually, I have to tell our audience how we met. We are both former public school uh, employees, I'll say. I was a teacher. (laughs) And uh, Heather, you were a were you an IST last when you were? Uh, no, I was a middle school teacher last, but I was an IST a uh, couple years ago. <laughs> okay. So we were both in middle school, actually for the same school system and didn't really know each other. <laughs> um, but Heather is here because she has started her own company and she has uh, a master's of education as a special education consultant. Her company is... Um, Heather Wright Consultants, right? Yeah, so it's just my name, Heather Wright, Master of Education. So you can find me by my name. I figured that was the easiest way to go. And yeah, that is easy. And you can find her on Instagram and Facebook. And we'll have all that information for you all um, that you can reach out. But let me uh, begin by giving you a little bit of background about Heather, because we're going to talk about special education today, parents. Um, So Heather's a special education consultant who works with families of children with learning disabilities, autism, developmental delays, behavior disorders, and other health impairments to get the support and services in the public school setting through collaboration. She is certified special ed and with more than 15 years experience and also a has a is a master IEP coach. Tell us what that means, Heather. What's a master IEP coach? I'd love to. So um, as a master IEP coach, it's training that incorporates um, counselors, um, therapists, admin, teachers, parents. So it's it's a community that is geared for special education, but it's all inclusive. So a lot of the IEP trainings that um, consultants or advocates go to is really just geared for consultants like myself or advocates, but this really is encompassing everybody. Um, and the the program or, you know, I'm going to call master IEP coaches and the network is all about collaboration and trying to think outside the box to get supports for kids. But that's again with the inclusive approach. So teachers, therapists, admin, um, consultants, all of us. <clears throat> that's great. So tell us a little bit about your journey and what got you to where you are today. I know we've hinted that you were in school, a public school system. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I, I, I'm from Pennsylvania. So I started off in an approved private partial hospital program, teaching ninth through 12th graders. Um, 
years ago. I won't tell you how old I am, but years ago. <laughs> um, and I learned a lot about the relationships with kids and how I wanted to um, foster that relationship and build trust and really just teach kids. So I decided that Pennsylvania was not the place for me to continue doing that. And I moved to Georgia. Um, I got tired of the weather, to be honest. And it was just, you know, Georgia's better right. um, in the sense of no snow. So I moved to Georgia and I got hired as a middle school, middle school special education teacher in a huge district inside of Georgia. Um, and I did that for a long, long time. It was department chair. Like you said, Helen, I moved out of the, the traditional school setting and went to be an instructional support teacher. So I was over special ed in a couple of schools. Um, and then I got my feet wet teaching fifth grade general ed and got called back to special ed. So I went back to middle school, taught special ed for another few years and really felt drawn to supporting families at the table. Um, just helping families understand that process of special education and what it could look like on the school side. And most traditional advocates or consultants have experience from being, a, um, excuse me, a parent of a child with special needs. And my expertise and knowledge comes from being a teacher in a classroom. So I really do try to support the teachers at those IEP meetings, but also the families and say, what does this actually look like? Um, so that's why last year I officially stepped out of the classroom and opened my own business as a special education consultant. And quite honestly, I would never go back to traditional school system. Yeah, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're busy. Absolutely. Right. Yes, it definitely. Um, a lot of my families are like, Heather, I didn't realize that there was somebody like you that could help support us at a meeting. And that's why I do what I do. They need to be there. But yes, I, I am pretty busy on a weekly, daily basis. <laughs> Special ed is such a huge, huge, um, complex thing to understand, you know, and all the laws related to it that definitely um, parents need the support and, and I would suggest they get somebody outside that understands the system. Yes. <laughs> uh, just ma makes it a little bit of a difference there, parents, um, to have somebody that can support you and explain things to you along the way. So you're getting the best that you can get for your, for your child. Yeah, um, absolutely. There's so many acronyms and just the minutia of what special ed looks like and the processes and all that things. And that's what I do to help families and help you understand that it can be like this, but it doesn't have to be like this and how we can figure out what that looks like. Mm -hmm. So what is one thing a parent can do then, Heather, to help ensure their voice is heard at the IEP table? I love this question. Um, so uh, the top thing that I think that a parent could do um, is write a detailed parent input statement. And Helen, you're probably like, what is that? I've never heard of that. I've been in the school system and don't know. So in an IEP, there is a section that is for parent concerns. And a lot of times teachers get to the IEP meeting and then they put the parent on the spot. Helen, what questions do you have on the IEP? <laughs> and you're like, right? And you're, you're, I'm looking right now at your face and you're like, I don't know, I, what do I do? I, I just, I don't know what to do. So I encourage parents um, and the families that I work, I have about 10 questions that I pose to families that is whole child related. So it includes academics, some of their goals academically. Um, it includes some long-term goals that they have, kind of social things like what are the kids good at? What are they not so good at? What environment do, do or does your child work best in? So are they a kid that 
needs a fidget at their desk, that they need lower lighting. Um, so I encourage parents to write a detailed parent input statement and they should send that like seven days before the IEP meeting. So that one, teachers and people that are at that table have your questions and it's also questions that you might have for the team. Um, but it's questions that you have that they want the district to be able to answer or the school to be able to answer. Mm. Um, maybe you have concerns about communication and you just are saying, hey, I, I'm concerned about the communication. Can we talk about this at the IEP table at the meeting? So it kind of helps guide the conversation at that meeting. It's super important. It's the thing that I would encourage all parents to write a parent input statement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds awesome, actually. It really um, is. A lot of my my districts are like, wow, this is great. Can we like use some of this for our schools? And I was like, yes, encourage your parents to put their words down on paper and don't just ask at the meeting. You get like fr flustered and you don't know what to say. This, at least then they have some meaningful input at the table. That's awesome. Um, how can parents have meaningful input during the IEP process? So the district is going to tell you that you can't do this, but I'm going to tell you that you can. Parents, you need to be asking for a draft of the IEP sent to you at least three days before the IEP meeting. Why that is? So you get to see as a parent present level. So every IEP, um, whether you're new to the IEP process or you're old, um, a veteran, I should say, not old, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, there should be strengths and needs. There should be concerns there should be accommodations listed in the draft, you're able to have that document in your hands and process the information before you get again to that IEP meeting table and process it, have the questions written down that maybe you're like, oh, highlight everything. So it's super important that you ask for a draft of the IEP and I recommend that they send it to you at least three days before the meeting. If they send it to you the night before, which does occur, you have a couple options. You can ask for the district to reschedule that meeting so you can have input and really process the information. Or you can go to the meeting and say, okay, well, I'm here just to listen because I didn't have this information ahead of time. Um, and having that draft also allows for parents to not be surprised at the table. Nobody mm -hmm. likes surprises, right? Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm one, I don't like surprises. I don't like birthday party surprises. Don't surprise me. So parents should be able to have what the school has and the school should be able to see what the parent has. So nobody's surprised at that table. And that's how you get your meaningful input for sure. That's great. I think that's very important to have the draft ahead of time. That's a great idea. Um, yeah, my husband doesn't like to be surprised either. <laughs> a special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. Daniel received 20 hours of ACT prep from Dynamis Learning Academy. He also did a little prep himself beforehand, but found he was more accountable to his ACT prep tutor when he had him. His mom wanted him to increase his score by six points on the ACT, which he did once he worked diligently with Dynamis Learning Academy. Why allow your child to struggle in prepping for an exam such as this? Reach out and have a qualified ACT prep tutor help your child reach his potential and score high on the ACT. We can be reached at 770-282-9931. Thank you. What?
can parents do to help better their understanding of special education as a whole? Well, the first thing I can say is to ask questions. There are no dumb questions. People and teachers and admin almost sometimes forget that they have all these acronyms that they're using and parents might not understand what those are. We have FAPE, we have SST, we have RTI, we have FBAs and ABC data charts and all the things and parents just don't understand potentially what those mean. So I encourage parents to ask questions, whether that's at the table, that's something that maybe you left the IEP meeting and you're like, I still don't, I'm not sure about that put it in writing, ask the questions. Um, I would also encourage you as parents to join parent groups. There's a lot of Facebook parent groups, Instagram parent groups, there's Georgia IEP support parent groups. Join the special needs community because one, you are not alone in your child having an IEP, you're not. There are consultants like myself, but there's also other parents. Um, and I'm gonna plug Parent to Parent right now and I, I'm not getting any information from them, but Parent to Parent of Georgia is a great resource for families as well. Reach out to them. They do webinars that are free. They do um, trainings. They do tons of things that truly are based for parents. Um, attend resource fairs. So um, I know Fulton County had done a resource fair, I think uh, a few months ago and Forsyth County is gonna be doing another one here upcoming in the fall. Attend those resource fairs, see what your community has to offer, see that there are schools, there's tutoring services, there are consultants, there's, there's occupational therapy groups, there's speech therapy groups, and all these people come together, use us, you know, come and ask questions of us at this resource fair, a lot of them are free, um, so it's not something that you have to pay for. Um, and then lastly, if you're still you know, you've joined the, the groups, you've had all the questions, are you still not sure what questions to ask? You've attended those resources. Oh my, geez, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Um, you have attended those resource fairs, then maybe it's time that you wanna hire a consultant like myself. Um, you know, there's tons of different consultants out there in, in the community and you have to find the right fit for you. Um, and I know Helen, you're probably gonna talk about this in a little bit, but all of my potential clients get a free 30 minute consultation with me. And that helps me see where you are at as a parent, but also helps me kind of understand if I can help you. And I'll tell you, if I can't help you and I don't think we're a right fit, I do have other support people and other connections that I can, you know, hand you over to and say, hey, reach out to this person. Um, so come to me if you have questions too, I'm, I'm happy to help. <laughs> I'm sure when they go to resource fairs, uh, they get so much information, they may get really confused and definitely need to speak to you. <laughs> yes. Um, the, do you find that you're, you're talking more to parents who have so much knowledge that it's just sorting it out or people that really <laughs> don't even know where to, possibly begin? Which do you think you see more of? Um, I'll be honest, I think I see a lot of more families that are, are newer to the process of special education. Oh, um, I mean, popular now. As yes. Well. I mean, I do have families that I work with that have been in the, the special education world for a long time. Um, and sometimes, and let me back this up, not all of the families that hire me are angry at the school systems yet. Like, <laughs> they just want to see, and I say, yeah, because sometimes it does occur, um, but let me come in and help and see if we can maybe make suggestions on your IEP. You're not mad about anything, but is there anything that we could tweak to make it 
maybe go better. Maybe you're not getting the communication that you thought you were going to get, or maybe Johnny is um, struggling with his emotional regulation and you're wanting some behavior strategies built into the IEP. So I have those types of clients, but a lot of my clients that I'm seeing now are just new to special ed. They just maybe got a diagnosis or they found out that their child is eligible for special ed and they just don't know where else to go. And they want to be able to navigate the system with somebody that um, is working for them, but also wants to collaborate. So it's not a gotcha and throwing under the bus for sure. So are you, uh, are you more giving them advice? Do you do both where you give advice and not actually go to a meeting? Or do you always go to a meeting as well as the advocate? Well, it's so funny that you asked that because um, I feel like I attend a lot of meetings, but I offer a multitude of services. I have different plans, but um, so you always can get your free 30 minute consultation with me. And then I have a support of just an IEP review. Maybe you just need me to look at your documents and say, hey, Heather, what would you suggest? Where would your concerns at? Then I offer consultation hours that I book um, for the year. So that's kind of behind the scenes. That's not attending an IEP meeting. Maybe they've been at the IEP table for so long, but they just wanna make sure that what they're hearing is accurate. So they hire me for the behind the scenes kind of things. Like, hey, can you look at this progress report? Hey, we got this AT evaluation. Can you give me some suggestions on that? Or Mm -hmm. I've had all of this communication, but I'm not really getting anywhere with it. Can you help me write a letter that, is more formal than just an email communication. So I do behind the scenes kind of stuff as well. And then there are times parents want me at a meeting and I do attend meetings as well. So I can attend a meeting in person. I can attend it virtually. And the greatest thing that came out of COVID um, is that I can work anywhere. Um, I have clients that are in Pennsylvania and I have clients that are like on the other side of Georgia and I've worked in Alabama as well. Um, So lovely Zoom and Teams and all those things allows me to work other places. So um, I can attend meetings and support families nationwide too. And I think I have one more question. Are all the laws um, basically the same across the states? Do you have to update yourself on some different things if people are listening and they're out of state, out of Georgia, I should say? Yes. So federal guidelines, IDA is federally, you know, funded federally. It's a federal mandate. So the federal guidelines are the same, whether you're in California or you're Pennsylvania, you're, you know, I, I don't work in, in, um, in Canada or anything, just in the United States, but the districts have their own ways of implementing and interpreting what those IDA laws stand for. And I'm not a lawyer. I don't give legal advice, but I do know what the, the law states. So yes, for my clients that are out of state, I might have to do a little bit more research because they might call it one thing in Pennsylvania and I'm used to it being called something else in Georgia, but we can still get a plan together. An IEP is still the support of a child to further their education, employment, and independent living. And if that's what we're, that's what my goal is to help you with, with that. Cool. Great. Well, I am so happy that I brought you on to our podcast and that you are you know, I, I highly think you would do a great job in helping parents with IEPs, and definitely uh, I plan on referring you business. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, Helen, and I, you know, for the listeners that are listening right now, it does not hurt you to reach out to somebody like me and ask for support. Um, 
You know, I tell all of my clients, you are your child's best advocate, but sometimes you need to know how to be that advocate. So reach out to me to be able to help you do that. Um, and my favorite sentence about parents is they don't know what they don't know. And there's a lot of information out there compared to when I was growing up about laws and special ed. And yes, there's a lot more IEPs now. And I, I, I'll be the first to say that school systems, um, how do I say this nicely? Don't look too highly upon IEPs. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so you should get an advocate, folks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, obviously that's my job. So I'm going to tell you that you should reach out to somebody like me to make sure that you feel supported at the table. Um, a lot of my clients come to me and they say, Heather, I feel like I'm on this island alone because I go into a meeting and I see a plethora of school employees, whether that's teachers, support staff, paraprofessionals, admin, and they're like, well, how do I get my point across as being only one? Mm -hmm. And let me help you with that. Let me help you ask the questions and be a little more firm and, and dig deep into those, those skills and those questions to make you feel like you're not alone at the table. You know, that's my goal is to be your support. That's true. That's great. So I know uh, you've hinted and said that you will give a free 30-minute consultation and they can go to your website. Is that correct? At heatherwrightconsultant.com to get that 30 minutes. Yes. So if you go to my website, heatherwrightconsultant.com, um, you can sign up for your free 30-minute consultation. You can see what other services I provide, but there's also a um, free IEP checklist that I've put up there that you can download free of charge. You don't even have to uh, sign up for a consultation. You can download it without um, having any contact with me, basically, if that's just what you want. Um, but I encourage you to visit my website, see what services I provide. Um, I do parent trainings as well. So I know we didn't really talk about that earlier, but if there's, you know, your group of parents or you're listening and you're like, man, I know this group of moms that would really need mm -hmm. some, you know, information on parent input or how do we get a draft of an IEP ahead of time? I can, you know, work on that too and, and come to do a training or a coffee talk with your group too. But visit my website. Everything's on there. You can follow me on Instagram. That's where I do most of my social media um, or Facebook is out there as well, for sure. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you very much, Heather, for uh, joining us on the show and, you know, enlightening our audience with all this information. I know they'll find it very helpful. So parents definitely reach out because got free consultation. I always say to my parents, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm not that pushy sales lady either. So, uh, you know, come, there's no obligation. Come see how I can support you and see what the next steps are. I'm not going to refer you down the wrong path. And if um, if we are the right fit, then I would love to be able to walk with you in that journey of special education. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Heather, for joining us today. And everybody, we will see you at the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember, I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom. 
whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at helen at dynamuslearningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.